forever. Dog. Lesbians are kind of already married. Yeah, like I'm like, I already know what it would be like to be married to my girlfriend because like we're doing it already. I don't know. Can I just say this? I don't want to say this feels stupid, but like this is a thing that people do and it's like a ceremony that you have. Yeah. Like, why does this have to be dissected so much? I it's don't so understand. silly. And I understand it's, start, it's like a way for men to own women originally and that's up obviously, but like now it's not. <laughs> Depending where you are. I just want to do it. I'm going to yep. do it. It's a cool I'm a little thing. Sim it's a cool living in my I want to have a sim wedding. Life and I just want to have a wedding. Yes, let me be a sim. I can't believe DJ Khaled won't go down on his wife. The old news. But can you believe it? That's there's no way that's still a thing. Is it? I can't Is believe Is it worth that. a Google because I I'll Google it. I can't believe that. I remember making a whole video back in the day, back in the YouTube. No way. Yeah. I made a whole video about it. Like, back when YouTube videos... Can we mute Ashley? Can we mute her somehow? No, no I'm... I'm <laughs> first of all, I'm in charge. Second of all... <laughs> yeah, I'm in fucking charge. If no, there's but... one thing Elena Joy is going to do, it's make sure that men are going down on their wives. Yes, and this was like... This was like... I was how old? Like, this would have been five years ago already. Yeah, like, it I looks like all the articles are 2018. Yes. What is this about? But I'm, I'm looking about? for a more recent one. What are we DJ talking about? DJ Khaled. Oh, like, yeah, this is old news. Publicly, proudly. I don't. And I was, I was like enraged about it back when I didn't even. God, the, the jumping jacks gymnastics I had to do in my brain. To remain in a straight relationship is actually wild to me. I would love to talk about that more. Well, but you weren't dating this man. No, but I was. <laughs> no, I well, was now, not. But were you playing his music in the subwoofer <laughs> in your car? That's the real question. Did the subwoofer get DJ Khaled? Is it Khaled or Khalid? Khaled, I think. Khaled? DJ Khaled. That's what Khaled, he says. Right? Khaled? I thought it was Khaled. I think hey, it's Google. Khaled. <laughs> Play DJ Khaled. Khaled. It's Khaled. Khaled. Yeah. Was Ashley right? Even Siri said Khaled. Wow. Sounds like no climax. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Whatever. That's, that's besides the point. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's beside the point, though, sir. Oh God! Beside the point. Yeah, what? Well, besides yeah. the point, I that doesn't make any college. sense. It doesn't. I'm make just any looking sense. for a hot mom to fund my lifestyle. <laughs> hot moms, right in. So, DJ Khaled won't go down on his girlfriend. Yeah. And how does this relate to his your, wife, Ashley? His wife. Mm. How does this relate to your story, Elena? My. <laughs> so wait, does your this journey. relate to your story? It absolutely does. It absolutely. It's hilarious to me because. I was fighting so hard. Like, I was up on that hill saying, how dare he? Like, this is a, this is a, this is a right. This is a human right for women. I think cunnilingus right? is a human right. I'm, no, yes. And I think I was frustrated by the. Um, Food, water, shelter, cunnilingus. <laughs> on the couch. Um, with your girlfriend. I was. 
what's the what's the word like the double standard i was frustrated by this idea that it was like a given that Uh women perform on their male partners whereas like well how else are they gonna get it up elena you have been nagging them all fucking day yeah it's hard they don't want to hear you talk anymore fucking (laughs) day day so put your Put their in your mouth. Shut up. Okay. Exactly. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Can we? Okay. Yeah, wait. Elena's question. Elena's. Okay. Finish it up. Come nag, on. Nag. 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 Oh my god. You guys are triggering my flight or flight. My fight or flight right now. Just fucking get it over no, with. Oh my Elena. god. Oh my god. Um. So. I was frustrated by the disparity in expectation. Right. And so that was like, that was my whole thing in this video. When I heard about DJ Khaled, as I'm sure many people were, this I was not yeah. unique in this way. At the same time, in my private life, I was like, well, I don't like or want that. Yeah. So like, this was not something that I was participating oh. in personally. Oh. But yet I somehow knew in my mind that this was like a great thing that women wanted, but yet was like, but not me though. Yeah. That's selfless of you, honestly. (laughs) You're out here fighting. You're fucking fighting, Elena. (laughs) For us. Mm -hmm. For us to get head. Yep. Do you even, okay, I'm gonna have a loaded question for you. Yeah. Do you even feel that you were sexually active before you were with women or do you feel like you were doing you were doing sex but you weren't active? Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like it I this That's is- why I think virginity is a spectrum. Oh my god, and it's a it's a construct and it's honestly garbage. I was <sighs> There's that's a lot to unpack, Ashley. My bad. No. When Elena sighs mid-sentence, I know <laughs> that that's like a heavy topic for her. No, because it's actually something like that we touch on. When we record these episodes, I'm pretty much always coming right out of therapy because this is like right when I have my therapy session. And you just had therapy. I just had therapy. Moments ago. Yes. And in so this like, new shirt. Yes. <laughs> I wore my egg shirt for... No, but it's something that I'm trying to understand is like the amount of doing rather than like be like wanting i'm trying to understand the amount of doing with lack of want is boobs okay she's just wants attention boobs boobs are great bugs she's Mm -hmm. just hi sweetheart oh yeah okay no she just wants to be loved don't we all welcome to the chosen family podcast (laughs) hi everybody Ay, ay, ay. This is the show where we sit down around the family dinner table every week. And then usually at the end, we like tell you what we had for dinner. Oh, last we forgot week, to do we that. We forgot. We forgot last week. Last yeah. week, we forgot. Oops. But uh, we sit down around the family dinner table. We talk about queer stuff. Um, we're your chosen family, the, the gay family that you, that you never had, that you don't have. You didn't have it until you met us. And now here we are. Thank God. I am your dad. I'm, I'm your actually- hot teenage brother. Baby, that's Mac baby. That's baby. Mac, and I'm Elena, and I'm I'm your mother. We're gonna answer some of your questions today. Yeah. Elena, why are you getting pissed that Ashley's chewing into the mic, I'm and not, you not always chewing. get pissed she's at me? She's not chewing into the mic. She's pulling the mic away from her mouth when she chews. You get your, and I'm quoting here, suck time, directly in front of the mic. Well, kind of like this is a right. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. 
Thank you, no, Papa. It, I I do think that there's an interesting conversation to be had here, and I try and have it. Oh, hi, Bugs. I know, sweetheart. I know. Here, come sit on my lap. It's hard because my relationship was public, right? And so I don't want people to... I don't want people to know... People think that they know who I'm talking about when I yeah. talk about my own experience when it's like, really, they don't. You've like, dated just, other people. Exactly. I dated other people, like, but I just don't want people to think I'm talking about my one specific relationship when I'm not. But just Alina, like you said it. People okay. are going to think what they're going to think. Well, I read a comment. You also me. just said, you yeah. literally yes. just said. And they're going to and they're going to ignore you. Yeah. Someone someone <laughs> recently posted on my channel. I, I love Mac, but Mac seems so unhappy when collaborating with these two about our video. And I was like, what? What? Uh, what? I don't care. That makes what, me so sad. I know. Because first of all, I don't think people realize how mean a comment like that is. Because first of all, it implies That's that Mac so is not mean. good at her job. Because the whole thing is like, if she's faking a friendship with us, she's not yeah. doing a very good job. <laughs> Like yeah. the whole point is like be a long time now for us to be faking it. Right. Exactly. And also it's excuse me. I burped. It's mean on a personal level because yes. Mac is a person with agency who yes. can make decisions for herself about who she wants to work with. Yeah. So like whoever Elena is talking about, just be a human. Assume that she has 23 other hours in the day besides this fucking podcast. And dude, she is sucking dude like she is getting around girly she is getting around girly dude you don't even fucking know what elena is getting up to my 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 man elena is out there getting pounded just dick down how does it keep happening that i am like the least sexually explicit of the two of us of the three of us on this podcast and that makes you a target for ashley yes that makes you the target the visuals that we're putting to the audience are all me fine here we go you are the face of the pod i'm the the face of like oral across (laughs) like across the board you're the according to ashley you're you're not the face of oral. You are the face of oral. You I made the video the of defending oral, DJ Khaled's wife. <laughs> the czar of oral. Czar of the oral. Czar of- <laughs> <laughs> no, I. The reason that I do still want to talk about it is like helping other people, or maybe maybe shedding some light or something on the experience of understanding the difference between doing things because you're like, okay, this is fine. The other person wants this thing, so that's fine. Right. Versus actually wanting something yourself. Yeah. And so when you're asking me, do you feel like I was was sexually active or do you feel like I was, do I feel like I was just performing actions versus like having a sex life or like experiencing sexuality. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I was experiencing yeah. actual sexuality yeah. until I like re came out, started having these experiences with, with queer people in this new way, even, and now here's the kicker. Okay. Now this is like, here's the really confusing part because after coming out was not the first time that I had experiences with queer people. It was not the first time that I had queer relationships. I had the, I had, I had, you know, um, explored, dabbled. I don't know what you want to call it. I had had experiences 
multiple, like not just like once or twice. I I was in it. I was (laughs) doing the girlies. Girlies aring. (laughs) And yet, in those experiences, I was still yeah ninety nine percent just doing actions. Mm. I wasn't there before you were out before I was out because there was this block like I had this wall up and as soon as feelings or like an actual present moment experience started to appear my I just like shut it down yeah and I'm out of there that's crazy because I couldn't look at it so it's like that's the, the part that's not helpful for the listener at home probably because everyone's like oh well how do i know if i'm gay if i've never had an experience with a woman right and i'm like (laughs) turns out having an experience with a woman might not even help exactly like it's wow i don't know the answer all i know is that it has been it has been so much more complicated than i ever would have expected to like unpack and unwind Do you have expensive taste when it comes to perfume? Do you ever end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles? Well, with Scentbird, you can maintain your excellent taste and mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. They're not sample sizes. Like this is, you get a solid amount of perfume. I went for two of their commodity perfumes as well as a heretic scent, uh, cause they're cruelty free and they smell expensive. <laughs> My biggest thing with finding a new scent is when you order it online, you can read the notes, but so often I feel like I would read them and then I order it and I hated the way it smelled. I'm currently using Scentbird to try out a few different colognes and perfumes before I buy the full version. Scentbird is a fragrance subscription service that gives you the opportunity to shop from over 700 brands. It's also a flexible subscription, so you can skip any month or pause without penalties. Scentbird lets you choose a new designer fragrance to try every month for just $17, and there are no surprises. Every month, you get to pick what you want to receive, and Scentbird will send you a 30-day supply. They have perfumes, colognes, tons of gender neutral options, and their products are available both in the US and Canada. Finally, a brand that is also available in Canada. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 55% off your first month today. That's only $8 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com and use our code CHOSENFAMILY for 55% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T, bird, Dot com for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $8. Sign on, smell amazing. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, and they don't consider each person's individual needs. But Noom understands that not everyone is starting from the same place. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. What I absolutely love about Noom is that it uses psychology and mindfulness to sort of help with my habits that maybe I'm not really thinking about all the time. And that makes it less about like weight or body image and more just about feeling healthier and making good choices. Noom's flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything at all. Have cravings? Food FOMO? Noom can help you lose weight while still enjoying your favorite foods. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. It is so complicated, isn't it? 
Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I feel lucky because I've had a pretty straightforward gay life Mm -hmm. Um, as much as it can be, I think. But I dated a woman, I mean, like, and I loved this woman so much, but we were in a closeted relationship. Mm -hmm. And I used to, this is actually going back to the last episode. This is something I pushed back on my therapist about because my Mm -hmm. therapist, a lot of people are like, I want a queer therapist. And that's fine. Like, if that's what you want. I don't super think it matters as long as the person's empathetic. I mean, maybe what you're going through is so specific and you're looking for something solutions-based. But in my experience, this was the one time where I was like, a gay person would get this, but it didn't matter um, because I had the type of relationship where I could push back on him. But I dated this woman and we had like a really mostly sexless relationship, even though it was like really a very deep love and we were really so similar. And we were, she was in the closet and no one knew and no one was allowed to know. And I just couldn't understand and I couldn't wrap my brain around and it caused me a lot of pain. Uh, how she knew she wanted to be with me, knowing mm-hmm. that she was initially attracted to me, but didn't really want to have sex with me. And I would try to have these conversations with her mm-hmm. being like, Is it that you're more attracted to men? And while you are attracted to me, I'm not really fulfilling your full sexual being. Like, I didn't want to put it in terms that weren't correct, but like, I, and she was, it was, it was really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always just felt in my gut, and I, I don't want to speak for another person, but I just felt in my gut if she could be out and be her full self. Mm-hmm. That this was really more related to shame mm-hmm. than it was to her sexuality. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you can get as far as being in love with someone and moving in with them and knowing that at some points you were attracted to them in this very real way without it, without there's something being under that, like something mm-hmm. bigger under that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Uh, well, yeah, and and then you're sense. trying to have those conversations with somebody. And if they're in that kind of shut down, numb, shame, you know, partitioned life place. Yeah. Like, that's where I, I'm coming from. Oh, look, we got both kitties. I know. I know. Hello. Um, Little black cats. I'm coming so from the other side. Little lumps of coal. Little lumps of coal. Where I think, yeah, like you're, you're right that like, and that person just might not be ready to look at it, you know, cause it's too much. It's too big. It's yeah. too. And the act of sex is like, feels like the gayest shit you can do. Right. But like, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like, I would, the act was fine, but I was doing the same performance that I had been doing my whole life, it's so, that didn't magically disappear yeah. because now I was sleeping yeah. with a woman. It's That's so f- how what I understood sex was. Elena, I feel like I've had sex with you because when I was having because sex with- Because we have. <laughs> we haven't, listener. We, because when I was having sex with this woman, I just could feel that she wasn't there. Yeah. It, it was- mm. mm-hmm. It was brutal. I was, mm-hmm. I was like, pro, like deeply in love with her, deeply. See, and this is like, so 
a few episodes ago where we were talking about reaching out to exes, like this is the ex that I'm thinking of when we were in that episode is like, it wasn't not in a sex way. The issue wasn't there, but like in a, in an emotional way, I could feel that she would try to connect with me in a way that I was just like, absolutely not. And would not, mm-hmm. I would not go there with her. And I recognize now how deeply I was hurting her by like not like it was the same kind of thing she would try and have these conversations with me and I was just like I just wouldn't I I would I would do every trick under the sun to like make it about something else yeah so what changed like how did you make that major shift well well for me it was the pandemic and all of a sudden i'm supposed to be planning a wedding and my queer life is gone because of quarantine and it's just me and and my my in my straight passing relationship you know making these big life decisions and all of the pressure just kind of made it all explode i couldn't ignore Mm -hmm. it anymore but now in whatever it is like three years later i'm starting to unpack the the 10 years before that, you know, and a part of that is looking at these experiences that I had with queer people, these other relationships that I had and realizing, oh shit, like I, I was the, I was your ex, Ashley, you know, I I tell you what, now that I'm hearing this, it might be helpful for you to reach out to, if, if, if my ex if my ex reached out, you know, because I saw her, we had the same, I'm, you had the same hairstylist. So mm-hmm. one day, day I went in for my haircut, and then she came in for her haircut, and we were sat right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an episode of the L word. I know. Wait, you and your ex? Yeah, me and my ex. That is bizarre. When was this? Sorry, a lot, like a year ago. Okay. Oh no. Okay. And then And uh-huh. uh I wanted more than anything to remain friends with this woman. Mhm. Uh and when I saw her Oh, I am not friends with her and I'm no longer trying to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. Can't make anybody be friends with you. I saw her and when we spoke, which I'm not sure she really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um I asked her, I I was like, have you seen any women since we were together? Mm -hmm. And she goes, yeah, like casually. And I just like, when I think about her saying that to me, Mm -hmm. like her just like, our relationship was a secret that I carried around. Mm -hmm. I didn't express anything to any I had to lie to my friends Mm -hmm. like it was heavy for me Mm -hmm. obviously come out in your own time but do the math equation of whether or not you should be in a relationship during that process Mm -hmm. because if that's a for a couple weeks okay you're carrying a heavy secret for a couple weeks for a couple years that's Mm -hmm. like a long time and also it's on me to get out of the relationship like I Mm -hmm. made some mistakes but for her to casually just be like, yeah, I've like, I, I didn't, I didn't pry, but I was just like, bro, like if I had even told my best friend that we were dating, I would be in trouble. 
Like we would have had a blowout fight. Like mm-hmm. you that that was sacred to you. So it was really I don't know what person you're talking about, Elena. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm projecting my own feelings onto it. But like if I had gotten like an email being like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to start up a conversation here. I'm not trying to rekindle a friendship. That being said, here is some closure for you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I would have appreciated that from her. But this is like, I don't think that you did what she did. I, I, I think no, we're on two different levels. Like, we've had conversations. Like, we still like wish each other happy birthday. Like, it's not like... Oh, okay. It's some um, untouchable, like, we don't speak. I don't think there well, there isn't bad blood anymore. Like, it was rough when it ended. The ending yeah. was rough. Um, but over the next, I don't know, year or so, we did have closure conversations. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's this... Um, I don't think it's this open wound I do have a lot more insight now into my yeah, own behavior yeah. than I did then. So that's where I'm like, I don't think, I don't know that it's worth the risk of like opening up an old wound. Probably not. But I just think about, yeah, I just, I, I was unfair in the way that I like wouldn't. Yeah. I just, yeah. And you know how I feel great. and, and this might, people might not agree with me. I think when someone is in the closet, whatever stage of closet they're in, I, as a gay person, this is very Catholic, absolved mm-hmm. of all sin. If you did something in the closet, like mm-hmm. I'm speaking for myself, for other people, you're in hell. You mm-hmm. are at war. You mm-hmm. are in prison. You are not a logical, rational being. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened, that's the way I look at my relationship with this woman. Whatever happened in there, I forgive you because mm-hmm. you were in hell. Mm. And I have yeah. so much empathy for what you were going through. A lot of people probably don't agree with me with that. But there are so many things that I've observed that people are like, that was terrible. I'm like, yeah, they were literally suffering from a form of mental illness. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. You plead insanity when you're in the closet. That's yeah. what I think. No, and it's true. Like, because we did, it was all a big secret. Like, it, it well, yeah. Everything, <laughs> like, no, my God. I can't even, yeah. I'm sorry if I pushed too hard. I just, you didn't, not at all. So at all. many people are in the closet. It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. It just, yeah, I don't think, I don't know that I have anything else helpful to say. I just, my bad. Elena, let's no, talk about our relationship. You didn't do anything wrong. The thing is that it just didn't feel like you were there. <laughs> Elena would never. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. 
I absolutely love Squarespace. I've been using it for years and it's grown with me as my career has grown. When I started, I loved the video collection so that people could go online and see my stand-up comedy. And then when I started selling merch, it was so easy to put my first set of merch up there. Um, I couldn't believe how quickly I started making money and how beautiful it all was. And, you know, like it really looked like a professional storefront for people that wanted to get my merch. But the best thing about Squarespace is that it has this thing called Fluid Engine, which is a next generation website design system. And it's so easy for people to use. I have a computer science degree. I don't need to code anymore because I, now I have Fluid Engine and it makes this beautiful customizable website for me. And it's so easy to use. Anyone can do it. You do not need a computer science degree. So head to squarespace.com slash chosen family for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code chosen family to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This is no, I was, this is something I said to my therapist today is like, I feel like last week. No, no, today, today. Okay. Yeah. I said to my therapist today, like I, I feel like I was numb for like, you know, until I was like 27. I was dull numb like I, I didn't I didn't have feelings or something I don't know like I and and now it's like it's all exploding and I'm trying to like handle having all of these feelings mm. while also processing the 10 years of feelings that I refused to look at yeah wow, wow. for me it's like grief oh god I, I, yeah because I'm yeah. like I lost a person because of the closet you know mm. like a friend mm. yeah it's like yeah anyway we're gonna answer your hair some looks of your really good ashley did you get a haircut no i oh it looks really nice thanks yeah should we uh should we take She's a question like disappointed to tell you she didn't get a haircut i feel like no, i'm getting anxiety that i made this episode too heavy you didn't you literally didn't i'm getting anxiety that i talked to about things that are very personal i thought they were I'm, i thought it was beautiful and vulnerable elena okay mac yeah. make us feel better please mommy yeah, and daddy are spiraling i <laughs> think that your your advice will be very helpful to people that are in the closet or maybe dating somebody that's in the closet yeah but it's like is was it advice or am i just trying i to really do no but sharing your experience is valuable yeah i really I, do there are a lot of people that are in the situations that you guys just talked about. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. Get out. <laughs> Get They're out of them. Like kind of in the closet and in a long-term relationship with a man that's like also kind of open and also dating. Yes, Elena, some probably, other woman honestly. Who, and probably. also having all these feelings and then just like pretending you don't have them. You're not special, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, hmm. I think there are probably a lot of people that... I don't have any experience... Well, I mean, I do, but not in the same way that you guys are talking about. So I don't feel like I can really relate yeah. to that. But there are a There's lot of people levels. that can. There are levels. Well, Mac, tell us something that you thought of while we were saying all of that. Like from your own experience or anything you related to. Well, I guess I was thinking about like where is a responsible place to draw that line of like somebody that you're with is in the closet but like how in the closet are they and what's the cutoff 
of like I, this yeah. person can be in a functional relationship versus this person yeah should be single whether it's by their hand or by like the hand of their partner taking the responsibility to be like i don't think you're ready yeah. for this or i'm See, not ready for this i think what me and ashley are talking about when we're in these specific situations and when we're talking about being in the closet i'm talking about it personally from the perspective of like I'm in the closet to myself. Like yeah. I'm, I don't, the girl that I, was I don't was understand too. myself. I think that's what we're talking about more so than, oh, there's some external situation where this person can't be publicly mm-hmm. out. But I think it's a very different thing than like not being out to yourself, like lying yeah. to yourself. I think as, as soon as you start to put your, um, the partner who is not in the closet, as soon as that partner feels any kind of emotional restriction, I think that's like kind of where I today, that's where I would draw the line if I weren't yeah. if I am not allowed to talk to certain now, I'm not talking about posts on Instagram and I'm not talking about running my mouth to strangers. But if yeah. I am not allowed to talk about the fact that I'm in a relationship to a few friends and family at least, yeah, mm-hmm. that's an emotional restriction. If we're not allowed to be seen together in public emotional restriction like Mm -hmm. that's where I think like if you've come out of the closet you've done some work and you never have to be back there again period Mm -hmm. like you don't so I get that you maybe you are young because I think this is mostly applicable to young people Mm -hmm. and I think that's different than when you're older Mm -hmm. so like yeah someone maybe needs to come out of the closet to their friends their sister their family whatever but like if someone's making you feel shame not because they're shaming you but you feel shame because of the situation the moment you feel shame i think that's your line right there right and is there a timeline or is there is there a light at the end of the tunnel where it's like okay this is temporary this in the closet is temporary and if it isn't is that something that you're you can be okay with is that some is that something this is great life advice full life for any relationship yeah long distance uh bad work-life balance children yeah are you ever going to resolve this incompatibility if you're not talking about it there it is and you haven't and you haven't put a deadline on it out If you're not Mm -hmm. talking about it, there's no deadline, cut it off. Mm -hmm. Done. Mm -hmm. Unless it's not an incompatibility that needs to be resolved. Unless it's something that you feel peaceful with in perpetuity. Right. Well, then there's no no deadline needed. Yeah, exactly. Look, I know married couples who live long distance from each other. Mm -hmm. But, like, they're married. They committed to the bit. It's very rare. No, I I know. I have a couple that I know like that. They basically live separately that's how they they're happy that way so that's fine that would be out for me yeah i agree that's that's wild wow are like they're gonna do that indefinitely well it's like a work thing where like they live different places for different jobs and they're just like happy doing their own life in separate places (laughs) that (laughs) is mind-boggling but vacationing together yeah talking you know they might be super independent people that being said, I think those people are kind of in the minority. See, and that that's exactly where it's like we can't just say, 
what's the hard and fast line for someone being in the closet or not in the closet? There is no hard and fast line. It's a question mm-hmm. for you it's of what. Yeah. And like what brings you peace versus what creates distress and the things that create distress. Is there a timeline for them to be resolved? A hundred percent. And also. While there are exceptions to every rule, like we're talking about this long distance couple. Mm-hmm. Are you really the exception? Go inward. Are you really? Because that's when denial and shame and all kinds of stuff starts to come up. Probably not. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. not. Mac, thoughts? What are you hearing here? I I have no idea, you guys. This, like, you guys have way more experience with me than this kind of stuff. I don't know what we're talking like, about anymore. <laughs> no, oh, I was thinking like, about the like the coming out and like hiding it and blah blah blah. I, I'm like, going I'm through it. That. I'm kind of going through it right now, not with Jen, but with myself about my work life balance. I'm like, this is not working. Yeah. Oh. So are you going to remain in denial about this? Yeah. This is not working. It's all working. Right. Yeah. Yes. And do mm-hmm. I have a timeline? Kind of. I have a timeline that I would like. I would mm-hmm. like my special. I'm, my timeline is based on my special going viral. So please, mm-hmm. for the love of fucking God, April 24th, watch live 7 p.m. But what happens if I don't get my dreams come true and I, it doesn't go viral? I stay on this hamster wheel till my next one goes viral? No, I cannot do no. that. So no. something's got to give, you know? And you have to make it. Like, that's the thing. You have to make the change. Oh, April 23rd. Fuck. I was about to say April twenty. 20- I don't think that's the right Danny. day. <laughs> April twenty third, seven p.m. Watch it. Eastern. Eastern. Yes. Seven p.m. Eastern. Wa- watch party at six p.m. These two are going to be doing it. I hope you guys. Oh, are yeah. Have it's it marked in, in your calendar. Okay, great. Yes, ma'am. Would you guys want to take like a shorty question or? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we can always take a question. We we can also talk about oh the links, <laughs> the linky names. Yeah, you didn't talk about my link names. B a n a n a s. This link is bananas. <laughs> and then we got pink ladies. What does that mean, Ashley? From Greece. From Greece. Okay, here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I love Greece. Yeah. Okay, I can hear you're chewing a little bit, Ashley. It's and I'm trying. To- I'm trying yeah, to... Ashley, you're chewing. It's a you're little chewing. loud. Can you not chew into the microphone? Thank Get you. Get your chew time elsewhere, maybe. <sighs> what are your three favorite musicals? Four. Um, Mama Mia, Hairspray. Mama Mia. What? Don't you dare. You're Don't such you dare. A Gen you be Z. very careful with what you're about to <laughs> an, say next. An ABBA <laughs> jukebox musical. I mean, it's good. No, it's, it's good. good. But when you favorite have Moulin musical? Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Into the Woods. Chicago. Yeah, like what about the classics? Come on. I've never seen those. I actually really like Across the Universe. Interesting. Too. I don't know what yeah. that is. I'd love to have a it's musical a night one. with you guys. One. I would love to do that. How you about a night theater where kids, weren't you? we watch my special? Wait. We're already doing that. April 23rd at 7 p.m. I really want to shout out our bisexual listeners for yeah. the in the closet conversation because when you were talking about you being in the pandemic and like having to reckon with yourself... Mm-hmm. I imagine that process for someone who's pansexual, queer, bisexual, mm-hmm. that process. And I would say on the gender spectrum too, perhaps for our non-binary listeners, that process is a lot more gray. Yes. And yes. probably really hard to get to the root if you're, if you're bisexual. 
Like, and that's that's yeah, like, wow. that just goes back to the beginning when we're saying like, oh shit, it's all so complicated. Like when people are writing in saying, how do I know? It's like uh, there is lit. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how you know. It took me 27 years and I'm not bi, you know? I thought I was. So that added to the complication because I thought, because I was wrong. So maybe that we return to the idea and the, the, um, the reassurance that bisexuality okay. is not real. Wait, what? <laughs> I was going to say that it's okay if Joe. you're, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> to make a mistake it's okay to change your mind it's okay to think one thing today and a different thing tomorrow who knows maybe i'll be bisexual maybe maybe can you imagine i can't actually no i can't either I literally can't stop well, we it can support you stop you it stop stop flirting with me girly you gotta do what you need to do oh this is by the way we're taking questions from our Patreon-only Discord, Chosen Family. No, I always want to say ChosenFamily.com. That's not it. Patreon.com slash Chosen Family Podcast. We have bonus episodes over there. We have um, ad-free episodes. And we have a private Discord server where we take your questions from. So if you want your questions answered, head over there. Where is the difference in dating slash engagement slash marriage besides the documentation and ring what is the difference in emotional chemistry between two people in these different standpoints i, I i'm that's why i'm posing it because i'm curious also but i'm also recognizing that like all of us are just dating none of us well, are do you guys do you guys ever hear that stuff about like couples that will say well as soon as we got married everything changed or like yes. everything got worse you know Terrifying. what i'm talking about yes yes i've heard like that how can you imagine being like this is my wife like you're telling me that makes it worse i there's yes. no way because I, I think it's like some people see it as like oh well now i've locked it down i don't have to try anymore when it's like oh that's not how relationships are like no. i want my my partner, my future wife, like I want her every day to be the best day she's ever had. Like I, yeah. that's my life goal is to like well, make her don't feel you loved think and that special. Those kind and, of people that ugh. would that would say like, oh, well, I've already got him, so now I don't need to try anymore. I feel like that would come out yeah, before like, marriage. Please don't tell you? me there's got to be red flags. I, for I that. think I think this might be a uh, honestly I think this might be a thing rooted in sort of straight culture because I yeah. feel like there are so many games and goals and like the way that they <laughs> navigate relationships with gender roles that yeah. just make this feel like there's more surprises you know yeah going into a marriage whereas lesbians are moving together to meet moving in together immediately so it's like they're uh-huh lesbians are kind <laughs> of already married yeah, like, I'm like, I already know what it would be like to be married to my girlfriend because, like, we're doing it already. I think there are certain things, like, that are actually real, like the finance. Uh, Jen and I were talking. Jen and I are going to get married. We don't. Yeah. We're not engaged, but we're mm-hmm. we're going to get married. And we were talking about finances last night and we were like, mm-hmm. for, you know, terrible situations, should you have one bank account? You know, for mm-hmm. a horrible mm-hmm. emergency kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dealing with what happens if we did break up or, you know, like stuff like that. That's real. That's like a mm-hmm. real conversation to have. Yeah. Uh, that it makes it really quite different from a relationship. Mm-hmm. But 
Well, and that's not dependent on marriage. And I no, think it's that's not. another it's not. thing. Like in queer relationships, that's different. Like me and my girlfriend, we have those conversations also. And it's like, whereas I think for a lot of, I mean, we're, we're being, we're guessing here, but I well, feel like people have always been able to get married. Yeah. And it's more like, oh, we're going to get married. Now we have those well, conversations. The, the marriage thing is, or maybe they don't, but the marriage thing does kind of force it because if you are married yeah. to someone, you get their money. Like that's what happens yeah. when mm-hmm. one of them passes. Like that's legally, even if you haven't planned for it, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And if you get divorced, if you don't have a prenup, you're splitting it down the middle. Like that's kind of how it goes. Now I'm thinking, I'm thinking about these com- these conversations that me and my girlfriend have. Like we're talking about all these serious conversations that you have with your partner, and like, oh, how do you know the difference between marriage and whatever? And there's another part of me that's like, one of the reasons I know that this person is the person for me is not because we have all these serious you know conversations about feelings in the future which we do but because the day-to-day yeah I don't stop laughing like this woman cracks me up oh excuse me cracks me up it's not just the serious conversations totally tell you oh this is someone that I would want to marry but it's it's that like day-to-day just yeah I totally understand I think for me why is marriage important to me it's important to me because I came from somewhere that's so impressed upon us that we had to, like, that marriage, I, I came from a religious upbringing, I came from a, I come from a town that's, like, very focused on marriage and all that. In my previous relationship, there was a lot of pressure from family to get married, when are you getting married, when are you getting married, all this stuff. That now it's, like, marriage is important to me because it feels mm-hmm. like a reclamation, like, it feels mm-hmm. like I'm taking back this I'm making this thing my own I think for me there's two pieces of it I want to like share that celebration with the world however big my party is and you can have a party without the legal document you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but I think because of my background and what I've been through security is really important to me and I want to Mm. feel like yeah like we did the paperwork and this is protected you know I don't know can I just say this I don't want to say this feels fucking stupid but like this is a thing that people do and it's like a ceremony that you have yeah. Like, why does this have to be dissected so much? And I it's so silly. It's, it's cross-cultural. Little, we get dressed up in our silly little And outfits, I understand it start, it's we, like a way mm-hmm. for men to own women originally, mm-hmm. and that's fucked up, obviously. But, like, now it's not. <laughs> well, and it's depending like, where you are. It's a thing that we do. Yeah, yeah. okay. Sorry. Well, I will say <laughs> it's, also, it's also, and marriages are different culture to culture, but, like, in every culture, I'm sure, there's some version of, like, making commitments that, like, really matter to you in mm-hmm. front of a mm-hmm. group of people. It just feels like something, like, we kind of want to do. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why do we celebrate, why do you celebrate anything, whatever you celebrate? Like, any kind of holiday, any kind of, like, little ceremony that you have with yourself or your family it, or your yes. partner. It's because we enjoy it. It's something that we do. If you want to do it, fucking do it. If you don't want to do it, yeah, you don't have you don't, to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think you're right, yeah. Mac. I think you're mm-hmm. right. I just think, like, people, I because Mattia brings this up to me all the time, and I'm like, I'll say something. Like, I'll be like, oh, well, it's, it feels nice to have that security. And she's like, well, you can have that without marriage. And then I finally just get to the point where I'm like, 
I just fucking want to do it. I'm going to yep. do it. It's a cool I'm a little thing. Sim it's a cool living in my I little have a sim wedding. life. And I I'm just want to have it. a wedding. Yes, let me be a sim. <laughs> yes, this is, this is what I want my character to do today. Oh, I, I but, thought you said simp. And I was like, okay, oh, no. Elena roasting <laughs> Mac. Yeah, you little no. simp bitch. You want to get married? You fucking simp. You fucking simp. <laughs> With her I love hot moms t-shirt. These were Tips. episodes. If you want these, more of them, go to chosen, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash chosen family podcast for oh bonus God. episodes every month and add uh-huh. free episodes. Yeah. What did we have for dinner today? Ooh. Wedding cake. Wedding cake. Oh my God. Yeah. We had wedding cake. I love that. And we fed it to each other. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, I think we fed it to each other and Ashley we, put some we on our in faces. a circle. Yeah. And we each fed it to the next person. Yep. And now we're polyamorous with our Ashley. Are you going to wear like a baller suit to your wedding? Ooh, suit or dress? I was thinking about this oh, the other night before okay. I fell asleep. Elena, was that a sincere question? It was. You think yeah. I'm going to wear a dress to my wedding? Hey, sometimes you see these women who like present more masculine, are more comfortable in a masculine, whatever. And then at their wedding, they wear these like beautiful dresses, and you're just like, oh my uh, god. Uh, anytime I'm about to sound so homophobic. Anytime I see that, I'm like. You're giving into the patriarchy. Go put your suit on. <laughs> Go put your Ashley. Suit. Ashley obviously wants you to wear whatever you would like no, to you wear. wear whatever you want to your wedding. You're, no, you look beautiful. no, because Elena, the other night I was thinking about Ashley and I was like, damn, is she going to wear a suit or a dress? And then I laughed at myself. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, why the fuck would I think that? Ashley's going to wear a suit. Goodbye, everybody. I'm Love not you wearing a dress. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Chosen Family is a Forever Dog production. Hosted by Ashley Gavin, Elena Joy, and Mac Injamin. Edited by Danny Jewell. Executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. Forever Dog. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all. And they don't consider each person's individual needs. But Noom understands that not everyone is starting from the same place. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. What I love about Noom is it's really about progress and not perfection. You know, it's not focused on body image or weight loss. It's really focused around mindful eating, which for me is so helpful because what I'm really struggling with is eating healthy on the road and making good choices. So using mindfulness is a great way for me to align my priorities while I'm on the road and I'm really tempted to make decisions that don't make my body feel good. And I don't even have to eliminate certain foods. I just work on my mindfulness practice and center that around mindful eating. Noom's flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything at all. Have cravings? Food FOMO? Noom can help you lose weight while still enjoying your favorite foods. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold.